0: They're just dudes. They're just little guys.
1: good evening everybody and welcome to episode 73 of stat check this is canoptic court is now in session uh i am ennis i am joined by nathan and anthony and we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff randomly and tangentially related to 40k we're probably going to be going through a bunch of stats we're going to be telling you that we're not here next week uh you know all that cool stuff i'm sorry to drop <laughs> that bombshell immediately uh yeah um it's the 26th of december people want to sleep a lot most of me how is everybody doing today Nathan, do you want to start us off since you weren't here (laughs) last week?
2: Everything's fine over here. I don't know. I just work a lot. Um, I had a big presentation in, like, my six-month performance assessment thing, which is why I wasn't on last week, which all went well. But otherwise, I've been playing digital 40K, so I've been playing uh, Owlcat's new Rogue Trader game for the most part, which has been a lot of fun. It's the most 40K video game I've ever played. with a morality system and stuff that is just very authentic to, like, the setting and the lore. Um, So I kind of love it. It's good so far. You can also do just wild shit, like accidentally break the veil and uh, perils and then summon demons. So randomly a blood letter will, like, pop out if you cast too many psychic powers and then murder all of you. So that's always kind of fun. I don't know. And then I played another team match for the TTS Teams League and I got absolutely annihilated by Aldar again, which is just kind of in vogue for me. Um, But We're doing exposure therapy for Nathan. We're like, what if you just
1: play it a (laughs) bunch? Maybe he'll get points this time.
2: I got one point. (laughs) I probably could have gotten more than one point if I had played better and not rolled terribly the whole game. I think... My opponent tom felt bad for me towards the end of it he was like nathan what is this <laughs> what are you doing ah <laughs> uh, that's about it how about you anthony how's your life in 40k going
0: uh life stuff is great i got a new job i got a new computer i told my job that i my current job that i got a new job and instead of them being like please work for the next two weeks they were like no you're just off now until you're new job so i'm just a man of leisure until january 10th or something like that um yeah so far so good <laughs> this things are going well um nothing else super interesting besides those two fairly large developments um yeah things are pretty good
1: anthony's having a time and doing a life outside of warhammer a little bit
0: yeah i got i got a uh, two months off of 40k so i had to cram all my <laughs> all my shit in before Fyra.
1: Better change my job, but get a new computer just to, like, generally improve life. Just fucking... <laughs> just buy the back to 4 k that all just disappears again. Get, to,
0: get, get all the stuff, like, in order so that I can dive back into Team USA stuff full strength come the new year. Um... Oh, yeah. yeah, it's been going good. Um... The, uh... Team USA has randomly become, like, the best, uh, like, fitness thing that's happened to me in the last, like, couple of years. We got a, like, health coach person uh mike is the best he is also an avid 40k player obviously but um he like really kicked up our uh initiative to do things so now people are posting workouts and runs and meals and stuff it's pretty dope uh lost like 10 pounds cooking for yourself is pretty op um so yeah things are going good doing a life how are you doing ennis
1: I am doing less of a life, um, classically. Uh, <laughs> everyone else in the group chats like posting on this list, you know, like, I played some Warhammer and Ooh. late in bed till midday. It's great. Um,
0: <laughs> i kind of jealous, honestly.
1: <laughs> um, no, i am just, I've been doing a ton of reading. Uh, my family's home for Christmas, so we're just kind of hanging out, watching films and all that classic garbage, eating through a box of 140 Butterfingers, um, so, you know.
0: As one does
1: doing as much as much as possible to avoid, you know, anything resembling healthiness as possible until at least January 2nd. I think that's just a classic requirement. Um, yeah. the month of December is for degeneracy, right? That's how it works. Um, I've been playing a few games with my sort of like, we did our WTC faction assignment for team Scotland. So I came out with Terranids space Marines and demons. So I put demons on the table for the first time since before WTC. And it was as depressing as I thought it was going to be. Um, actually is really good. I, I understand why everybody runs that data sheet. She, she be, seems like she'd be cool to ally. Uh, and everything else is awful. Why does it all suck? <laughs> um, I don't understand at all why that, how that codex exists in that state. Um, it's, yeah. really it's really good allies. It is really good allies. But it turns out that adding the demon's detachment rules to the changeling doesn't make her better. Um, who'd have thought? She's not really yeah. like crying out for a six-inch deep strike and plus one AP again and, and rear wounds against battle-short units. Yeah. So such is such is the state where, uh, but I'm kind of excited to see if there's anything changing for them in the January State. They feel like one of those armies that definitely feels like it should be getting something because it, it's just terrible. Um, but we'll see what happens. Uh, played some Nids, played some Space Marines. Just generally hating the state of everything. Space Marines. I do not like that Codex very much. Um, Yeah, nids are fun. I wish they could kill anything.
0: Yeah, that's just uh, not in their design space or something.
1: (laughs) It sure isn't. And it doesn't stop you winning games. You just feel really sad as you have, like, an exocrine sitting on an objective, holding, like, your last two points, and, like, I'll win by three, I'll win by three... Please,
0: uh, please, 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 <laughs> please. <laughs> to be fair, uh, very valuable in teams. They're good at keeping games. Uh, well, it's
1: it's really good. It's really good at all the jobs it does. Like I very much enjoy, like from that perspective, like I have a lot of respect for the way turrets exist and are designed. The kind of like the core scoring package of like Neuroelectors, Rippers, Pyrovores, BioVore, like all the like the random garbage that it's have is great, best in class. That's it's just right. the, the that everything surrounds you're like, Exocrings are really good at killing intercessors. What's everybody running right now? Not that. Huh. Hmm. I see the problem. Um.
0: Yeah.
1: And having an army with a transport... And having a transport would be good. I'm, like, considering the Harrodin just to, like, micro-dose of transport, and I don't think that that's an appropriate response. Um. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We could just, I don't we think could just so. bring pods and drop pod in, I guess. Oh. And oh. F- have fake transports. <laughs> just really fakey transports.
1: If I could re in it, then I would 100% do that, but as it stands, I'm like, <laughs> Goliath trucks with if I could ally in like Goliath trucks with pure strains in them, I'd be doing that all day. Uh, but I feel like they're not going to give me that either. So quite frankly, I've had a bad time. I wish there were cooler. Um, but no, it's been it's been interesting. It's uh, it's cool to try play some of the armies that you're not like. You know, I've not really looked at demons or nids much for the last few months because focusing on singles and playing a bunch of space marines and chaos space marines for results purposes, and then looking stepping back into the oh yeah, remember WTC is a thing that you really care about, and it's in nine months, and you have to start prepping now because it's WTC. um you're like god damn it now i have to play all the shit factions again so i can know that so i can know when stuff changes if they'll be good or if there's a gap in the meta that i can step it's it's a whole thing but it's not my first time doing this i've been doing it since 2016 so you know it's just kind of a kind of a dumb thing at this point but yeah that said i think we're entering into a state of I don't have a tournament till the middle of January now. I'm assuming you don't have it until Pyro, right? Which is middle of yeah, February. Yeah, Nathan, of you don't play events generally.
2: so I'm running an event in January. I was going to say, he's, Hell yeah.
0: he's in charge of events. He doesn't. Yeah,
2: it's the same same, same difference. Um, Nathan,
1: when, when's your next Crusade
2: League? <laughs> I'm, I'm not playing any Crusade for a while, but I don't have time. I like was very. I played a few games of World leaders. I was like, oh, I'm gonna play this, and then I'm gonna get ready and go to a GT in like March, and then I, I realized that I just don't have fucking time. So I'm running a couple events, and that's kind of it. And I'm gonna go ref some events next summer, essentially, and that's kind of it as well. Yeah. I'm I'm stepping into the, I'm going to run and make things work role of 40k, apparently, less the playing <laughs> and glory role. You know what? The community needs them just as much. You know,
1: if mm-hmm. there weren't any awesome tournament organizers, we couldn't go to awesome tournaments. So, power to you for leveling up your community. It's a very respected role. But <laughs> let's talk about people who won tournaments.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there were five events over the weekend. It wasn't exceptionally exciting um from like any perspective in any way necrons got their first win one. for the new book correct right? yeah necrons won the largest event of the weekend they won an event in texas with canoptic court um, which is using kind of the prototypical it seemed 18 like wraiths build i think essentially the, obviously broken like.
1: data sheet run three of it classic warhammer that is yeah
2: otherwise death guard won the second largest event of the weekend which was in spain and then Chaos Knights won an event in Sweden. Uh, Chaos Space Marines, which were funnily enough, I think, actually labeled as. Uh, dang, I can't remember the name of the, the, the Batman Primarch's Legion anymore for some reason. Night Hunters Legion. You know, just went right out of my brain. Night Lords? Yeah. Label is Night Lords <laughs> in BCP. Look, man, I'm tired. And then Sisters won the smallest event of the weekend, a uh, 31 player thing in England. That's kind of it. All of the events were running the new book, as far as I could tell. Um, Except for, I think, one that was running, that had no Necrons in it, and had one AdMech player in it, essentially, and that was kind of it. Who is running the index attachment. Uh, I don't really know. We're kind of, like, in a little bit of a slow state for updating all the stats and dashboard and stuff right now, because there aren't a lot of events. We'll probably pick back up updating stats and things in the new year. Once we start picking up with events again. Other than that. Yeah, cool. Cool story. Necrons might be good. I don't know. Something, something, 60-ish percent win rate. Something, something, something for Canoptic won. It
1: can't be, that, can't be that big a deal. It's true.
2: We say that, but we we tend to, like, really hammer home on some stuff. Yeah, that's Look, the stats. We like to overreact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean... Hot take that Necron Canoptic Court thing that just leverages, like you said, the one broke most broken data sheet in that book is probably just the best build for that reason, right?
0: Yeah. Well, it also has every good rule they printed in tenth.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I definitely felt p- playing a game or two with it that. It definitely takes chip damage significantly worse than like existing Necron builds do from previous edition from this edition, which makes it feel a little bit less than like crushing inevitability to play into and it definitely feels like there's, you know, if it's a thing that starts becoming more widespread that there's ways that you can build to have better game into that, it'll just kind of depend on what we see, you know, come out of the balance status and out of people adapting for this, but it feels like it's something that you can adapt to, like, it does die, possible exception in the Nightbringer. because, man, that guy's rude. A um, couple of games have just ended with, like, Sharras and the Nightbringer sat on two objectives. He's just like, we have these two. Uh, everything else is dead, but you didn't score any points. It's okay.
2: No. <laughs> I won't I lie. Lead, like,
1: 400 assassinate.
2: My favorite thing also was definitely not them not giving any extra points, but also just giving feel-no-pains to all of the named Katan as well as the basic katan. That was, was just kind of funny to me. The shit
0: where they were like, it's fucked up that this guy gets a four-up so all of them get a five up was like w- what <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's fine i guess like, and, then you to, like be and he's like the tankiest get on the planet as well and you're like why does this exist why is this guy 160 points yeah well, god damn necrons
2: it's because Necron stole all the technology that Admec could have possibly had and put it in their book and then left them with nothing. So the Admec book just kind of slides right along with whatever it's doing. Katan get a film of
1: pain, but Nargle demons don't.
2: <laughs> I mean, they also take half damage.
1: T- taking, the film of pain off of, <laughs> taking the film of pain off of Death Guard and then giving them minus one damage and then taking that off them as well is the rudest shit game has ever done. Uh, no, nah, I think that's Love. fine. I think it's funny, but... It's the rudest shit.
2: I think it's but good. Why can't they just have their father feel no pain, man? It was so much more interesting. than no. This dumb shit. I mean, even world eaters get a feel no pain from
1: their. Drakari gets a. a more feel no pains than Nurgle nowadays.
0: <laughs> uh, I guess.
2: And I'll also be probably after like...
0: Drakari, all right? Come <laughs> <They're... laughs> well. <laughs> on. I'm a
1: long-time Demon player, as we've just been discussing. I have strong feelings about my my Nargo boys.
2: I have a really nice and clean one
1: that I wish I could use properly and didn't have to just buy an enhancement for it to make him a workable unit.
0: Yeah.
2: The final challenge for AdMech players is going to be finding a way to make, like, a $2,000 army for, like, one set of the units you need for at work. (laughs) Cool. I need twenty-four drago- dragoons. I have now spent an entire paycheck.
1: Noss, I didn't. Noss, I didn't realize Hypercrypt. Uh, Noss says Hypercrypt gang rise up, but I didn't realize the Hypercrypt had um, a bunch of hazardous abilities that you could turn on two of.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. <the>, uh... <laughs> That does ha- that detachment has the most rules you can get wrong, so it's good for them. That
1: is That is true. It's <laughs> only got two stratagems, so you'll be fine.
0: Eh, unless, you know, it says monolith, and then you don't use it near monolith, and who's to say? It's easy to forget stuff in 40k. Anyway. If you
1: write, write monolith keyword oh. on your reptide, it counts, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <But in the laughs> oh, sorry, we're, we're doing that in-joke thing again. We should avoid doing yeah. that. Um Paint Celcian and is, what's your opinion on Ted Bloodletters costing more points than Ted Arcoflagellis? Oh!
2: <laughs> Oh, that's rude. That is like the rudest points values thing I've heard in a long time. Actually,
0: (laughs) I mean, the ten Arcos being cheaper than the ten plague bearers that they're also tankier than and do more damage (laughs) than is probably where it really hurts.
2: I had this ten Arco flagellants actually in points. What what is the points cost on that unit?
1: So the day before the last balance day so I went on the discussing the resilient podcast and was like, "Play Marines are kind of interesting at twenty points, but I think they need to go down to like sixteen points a model for them to be viable." And then the next day, the data dropped and they went down to sixteen points. Bloodletters at eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm telling you, an archaflagellant up to like one seventy. Fuck them. <laughs> each. Yeah, yeah, Each. They should be. They should be the same points as the Nightbringer. They have a better feel of pain than him. <laughs>
2: I just, that unit having a hundred and th- for 130 points for, yeah, like Paint and just said, like It's only 60 twin-length attacks off of effectively 40 wounds. Yeah. It's fine for a unit that inexpensive, so you can just bring three of them and, you know, have a good day.
1: I'm pretty sure Archive are the best unit at killing Archive in the game, though.
2: Do they I actually hate. kill each other, like, at all? I hate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anthony, actual pretty close, right? <laughs> Causing Anthony actual physical distress by turning. Arco. Yeah. That,
0: that unit just. I hate when sisters are good, honestly.
2: Yeah. I just, just. It's the
0: fucking worst.
2: For the sake of the audience, can we just explain what makes Arco Flagellins good? Go for it, Anthony.
0: No. You can't make me. Yes, I'll we, just yes, leave. We
2: yes, we can. Do it. <laughs>
1: I really have, have to add him back. Like, he can...
2: I mean, Innis, why don't you explain why Argos are good then, please? No, I want to
1: just. No, no, no. He can't <laughs> add himself back. He can unmute himself and add his camera back, but he can't add himself back. He doesn't have admin rights. So uh... he has to apologize first.
2: <laughs> I don't <laughs> okay. think he's going to, but you I keep. Care. So Argo are
1: uh, 13-point models with four attacks at 5-0-1 with twin linked and sustained hits one, which is a pretty good profile. It means they average about, you know, they they are they're gonna average about hitting on threes, which means with their four attacks, they should be averaging, you know, roughly three hits. Um and then they're defensively, they're just two wounds with a three-up save and a four-up filter pain. I believe they're like a six-up armor save with no um no invulnerable save, but that's not a big deal um, because they have a four-up filter pain and two wounds each. Uh, and then they're like movement seven capable of going inside transports uh, they get plus one to hit if they're below starting strength which means they put them up to hitting on threes which is effectively hitting on twos which sustains its one um, and they get plus one to wound when they're below half strength so if they've got four wounds left they're plus one to wound uh, and then they can add plus two to their attacks for free by just gaining hazardous for no reason whatsoever and they're just like what if we just had six attacks they have a seven up seven up save but that doesn't really matter because if anything shoots them that you care about you can just go to ground them and then miracle dice them uh there you go so garbage save their save doesn't matter they maybe get cover
2: anthony don't don't add anthony back in um i'm gonna add our third host back in just to yeah. make the audio like feed not be a pain in the ass to add that's it. fine and then they have like a plus one to wound stratagem and they're 130 points for
1: 20 wounds with a four up film pain um they're just very cheap very good at their job they charge well they tank well it's 10 models, which means it has 10 OC. Like, it's good at just stealing objectives, but by virtue of that, it's an awkward little unit that's not much fun to play into.
2: So it's, like, an amazing tarpit unit with, like, a little bit of damage potential and, like, just enough OC to kind of, like, hold points. And they're cheap, so you still have most of your points to play with in a 2,000-point army. Yep.
1: And then, like, Sisters have some really good combat control stratagems. Like, they have the plus one to wound. They have the make you fight a thing that's in engagement range with them. Just a bunch of annoying, annoying little stuff. Uh, You can be, like, in combat with a squad of 10 of them, and they're just like, you have to hit us, not the Triumph, or not Celestine, while Celestine just bats you in the head with a stick. Like, this is really unfair. I don't really like you doing this to me.
2: (laughs) Well, I guess we'll see what the January data slate kind of has in store. Sisters have been kind of flying too close to the sun, it seems, of being actually good, instead of taking their one week off between weeks of being good. So we'll see how that pans out for them in January, I suppose. Um, I guess we can go back to talking a little bit more about Necrons and kind of what is going on. Um, So we talked about kind of 18 Rays being the archetype for a lot of things in Canoptic Court. Do you want to talk about just kind of like how canoptic court works and we'll see if anthony eventually comes back when we're not talking about sisters <laughs> i can do that so canoptic court is one of the two detachments that's really standing out from the new necron codex the other one being
1: hypercrypt we'll probably touch on both canoptic uh, court basically has the same rule that demons does where if you control half or more of the objectives in no man's land or your opponent's deployment zone objective you gain uh you, you turn on your power matrix it's called basically units that are wholly within your power matrix uh get full rules to hit if they're canoptic or cryptic units otherwise they get real ones to hit so your rates with their weapons go four, your um, Immortal Squads with their Tesla joined by a Cryptek, et cetera, get rid of once the hit. And then, if they're in your parametrics, they get four rerolls. Um, it's a pretty solid little rule, gives you a bunch of options. Um, more consistency and damage output is always good. And then, as far as its strategy suite goes, it has the standard uh canoptic units can do a reactive move so they can move six inches when you end within nine of them which is a pain in the backside for stealing objectives off of stuff like rates they also have a lone operative stratagem so they have like the nargle strat for chaos for chaos space marines, where one of their canoptic units can again just turn themselves into a lone op uh they can make one of their weapons into they can make their weapons into devastating wounds weapons if they're in their parametrics which means that they you know um with when you have stuff like uh, immortals they can have full rerolls that gives you to objectives it means you get a lot of damage out of them and then they have some other sort of like generally less relevant stratagems, like being able to reanimate when you get charged and things like that. But broadly, they have some good damage output stratagems, some good resilience stratagems, lots of little options, and they support shooting well. And um, The kind of general combo you're seeing out of it is if you combine a plasmancer with a squad of immortals, the plasmancer gives you critical hits on fives, which with immortals with tesla weapons means on a, six, a five or six to hit, they get two additional hits with full rerolls, they're able to chase those fives and sixes. And then they are Tesla weapons with devastating wounds. So you, and they have full roll to wound against units you know, objectives. So you just reroll to wound for devastating wounds. I think the rough math is someone in the reach of like 10 to 12 devastating wounds into the average target, plus potentially whatever saves you get from your natural strike five rolling to wound. It is a, pretty consistent unit it does a lot of damage um it's expensive you're talking like 300 points for the full combo and it is you know off the back of toughness 5 one wound models that do have a little bit of regeneration but if you're used to the way that necron's generated before it's not quite the same you're not seeing things like the reanimator showing up where you're healing you know you're shooting them and then they're healing 2d3 plus one wounds back and then they're going into their command phase and healing up 2d3 more wounds and then they're going into your shaman phase and healing up another 2d3 wounds and suddenly the unit's healed 63 plus one wound since the last time you activated into it you can definitely chip damage them down um, those units do not have the canoptic keywords so they can't loan operative by my understanding um, even if you put cryptothals in there because cryptothals don't have loan ops so there's a little bit of flexibility but in general if you can deliver that unit whether that's by a night scythe whether it's by the overall with the translocation tribe that lets them all advance six with their assault weapons there's a bunch of ways that you can get them into position and do cool stuff with them but it's not, you know, it's not 100% guaranteed and it definitely has its limitations but it's a very, very powerful option to have access to They can deep strike pretty easily, right? uh they do not natively have deep strike as i recall uh so you'd have to put them in a night scythe or you'd have to run like a monolith or something like that with them okay. uh, i think you're a little bit limited um in hyper crypt they can get access to deep strike which is the other detachment that's very really interesting
2: but then um, they lose access to the yeah. dev wounds and stuff like that and yeah they're still like modestly delicate units it's a 300 point unit that will die and they're not Caserkin, who are, you know, 110 points from like ninth edition.
1: Yeah, they're they're oh, fairly tell they're either on the board or you're adding another 150 points for a delivery mechanism, which right. is, you know, it's not I don't know if it's balanced, but it definitely is manageable, right? That's kind of the, the, okay. the situation that I land in with it. Um and then the other kind of half of that is like you have rates with the technomancer, which are just a block of twenty-four wounds with a five of film of pain and a four multiple save. Standardly annoying to kill. They do enough damage to respect them with four attacks each at six one two with reroll to hit in your power matrix which is you know they're not going to punch the world to death but you do have to respect them um the ability to turn on devastating wounds they have a gun with devastating wounds that's not terrible like they
2: do it's just, a pistol right it is it's a pistol p- yeah it
1: does hit on fours so it can be a little variable especially if it minus what to hit in any way um even with 4 rerolls. um you have to be a little bit careful about extent like pushing out of your power matrix at all like once you go like even partly out of it like into your course deployments or something like that you lose the ability to turn on devastating wounds etc etc so there is a degree of counterplay or you can like rapid ingress to steal objectives often within sectors and things like that that can cause problems but it's not the easiest thing in the world to deal with makes sense um oh yeah and one of those great scores will we'll probably have infiltrate which is just funny <laughs>
2: Are they also minus one to wound or anything when they have, like, I can't remember no,
1: all. No, uh, Wraiths do okay. the flyover mortals, so they roll, a, if they do normal move over you, they roll a dice over mortal in the squad, uh, and on a four up you take a mortal wound. So a Wraith squad at full health would roll seven dice averaging 3.5 mortals if they can normal move over you, which is not the easiest thing in the world.
0: Gotcha.
2: Okay. So, like, what's kind of the counter tactic, then, that you're like kind of looking to leverage against that army? Because we can see that it, like, has a good job. Like, 18 rays are going to hold objectives pretty solidly, and then Immortals are going to scalpel a unit or something out, right? With the Devastating wound. So,
1: and, um... sort of general things, it doesn't do a great job of digging things out of buildings. Um, wraiths are good damage output, but they are not great damage output, right? You're not. You're getting charged by a unit that is AP1 damage 2 at Strength 6. There are a lot of things that that does not kill. Um, anything with a 2 save, anything with Armor of Contempt, you know, anything toughness seven plus so, like you charge a squad of wraiths into a squad of wraith guard you're you're going to be there for a while um there's not a ton of access to like fall back and shoot so if you can tra- grab like those immortal squads they have a really tough time with it um if you can like so th- there's a bunch of like little things you can obviously uh split your units up that you un- the immortal unit is pretty consistent when it fires everything at a target but it's not great at split firing because it's pretty variable on whether it rolls enough fives and sixes either on hits or wounds um, so you know it's very good at like focusing down a target, but not great at splitting between two or three. In the same way that Kazakin could be pretty variable if they did that, it doesn't have the same degree of consistency. Um, and then it's generally not always, but generally pretty slow. Um, the units themselves are like movement five, and then the rates of movement ten, but they don't advance in charge. Like you can definitely play outside their threat range. Um, and it like, like I was saying earlier, this army does take chip damage in a way that Necron's just did not in the previous attachment, which I forget the name of. You can definitely, you know, if you kill two wraiths, one of them is staying dead, even if they roll like the max reanimation. There is not a lot they can do to like get really back up better than that. Um, they can heal some additional wounds or like the or things like that, but like actually like bringing models back, not so much. So sink damage into them, keep stuff dead, um, focus on one side of the board. Like it's kind of an army that you want to, kind of just let them have an objective for a bit and then try to crush them afterwards rather than trying to play them across the entire board and letting them, you know, run, like rather than splitting up all of your firepower. Um, yeah. There's also stuff like, yeah, as, uh, as Amenity says in the chat, Immortals do move 11 because they can all advance six with the um, Translocation Direct Overlord and shoot 24, but it is, it's a 35-inch that range, but it's only, it's really it's reliant on sight lines, right? Um, they can only shoot down what they can see. So if you can be behind a wall, that Immortal Squad potentially can't get to you if you can move block them uh um, you know all that kind of thing there are definitely things that you can do to cause problems don't be on objectives you don't have to be that's just good advice in general in 10th edition don't be on objective you don't have to be but if you're not on objective that one's got only rules once to wound it does not have full rules to wound don't overextend into them don't give them free kills that you don't have to if they're going to take the objective off you anyway why bother being on it right just let them have it don't take as much damage um because the alternative is you're just getting shot to bits and that's not what you want to be uh vecting their battle tactic is also not nothing um the army does generate a bunch of cp but it does want to use them so if you have access to vect and things like that um you can do that
2: so then Nas mentioned hypercrypt, which I assume has some kind of shenaniganry in it that just, just tell them. It just
1: gives
0: mobility yeah. to an army that typically has bad mobility.
1: It just has it has the Grey Knights ability, where you can pick three units and teleport them off the board at the end of every turn. Uh, they come in from Strategic Reserve or Deep Strike if they have the rule. So, for example, Transcendent Catan do have Deep Strike, the named Catan don't, um, but it does give you some mobility options with them. And then it has two relevant strategies for most armies, which are 3-inch Deep Strike and Reanimate in Reserve. So it has 3-inch deep strike and command reroll and you don't worry about anything else. Um, you might go to ground with some stuff. And that detachment basically just plays the standard like Necron scoring stuff and maybe plays some, some tanky units. It's a little more like Lich Guardy, and but that, that detachment's like a Catan detachment because it gives them a ton of mobility. Um, you might see like double, double or even triple transcendent Catan plus the Nightbringer just for the sheer amount of mobility that it gives those guys. Um, it's pretty solid. Yep. I, again, I don't think either of these are world beating. Like, Catan are good, but they are single models. You run three or four of them, it's still 800 to 1,100 points of your army. There are limitations on, a, on stuff like that.
2: Um, and Catan are and they do quite die. slow, right? Like, yeah, they outside of Hyper them. Crypt. Yeah. They're not fast. They're not going anywhere outside of Hyper Crypt except very slowly.
0: Yeah, it's very like advance, advance, roll a charge. Like, that's the army. That's like yeah. the Catan life
2: i think the um as tim says
1: there's a strat to four plus a vehicle which is it does exist it's not i think it's a titanic vehicle off the top of my head but like if you're running a monolith it's pretty solid um and then there is a there is yeah there is a um enhancement for a few re- if you arrive to reserve this turn you can get four rules there which again is pretty good on something like an immortal squad uh you can get a lot of shooting out of there, but you don't have access to, like devastating wounds which does mean it's a little bit more um a little bit more restricted uh, in terms of like damage output and reach. It's more for cleaning up like small yeah. units and chaff and stuff like that, or like making, you know, Bellacor really sad as you nuke him to death because he has a garbage save. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, you just shoot, you just shoot Bellacore full of holes with Tesla lightning cannons basically and watching him fail all of his AP zero saves that he has to make.
1: Yeah, that's what it is. There are four strats that are vehicle or monolith only. And that's right, and like they're they're not that great, so you're probably not like to see them. Uh quantum deflection is the one Tim's talking about. It's a foreign votable for a neck on vehicle. Um the only ones that don't have a a already are the monolith and the planes. So it's just, you know, it's a little it's a little uh,
0: a little limited. I do A little <laughs> limited. That's a nice way. Man, you've been... <laughs> You've been working on that influencer shit, Ennis. You've been in there doing your coaching for bad lists. A little limited. <laughs>
2: That's we're what have that to, is. We're going to have to <laughs> figure out a new one of those little messages that we used to send to, send to Anthony but for Ennis now, and it's going to have to be about triple monolith. I was actually and...
1: just checking to see if the Tomb Sentinel had affordable save, because I actually quite like that model. But it's that also a dead. monster, not a vehicle, so it doesn't even uh-huh. matter.
0: I'm going to use that a lot now in, like, all sorts of, like, really mean borderline <laughs> cyberbullying ways. I'm going to be referring to stuff as a like limited.
2: <laughs> do, do the Seraptic heavy constructs, constructs the giant... They, they they only state. have a five-up. <laughs>
0: The movement is a little limited on WTC boards. So <laughs> it's a <little> limited,
1: actually. <laughs> okay, yes, the Seraphic does only have a five plus. So, if you want to make your Seraphic a little better and have it only be limited by your imagination, how much your T O is you in the board choice, um, you can have it be a little less limited. <laughs> <laughs> how
2: about <laughs> <Verbal> how <laughs> about Doom Scythes, innis and Anthony? I what do you I think do about? Doom, I think it's cool. Doom Scythes in the Hyper Crypt attachment, just booping up and down every turn. If it wasn't 130 points.
0: <laughs> once upon a time, when I used to watch a lot of Hearthstone content, there was a streamer who, when, when he would do card set reviews, his one of the tiers. I'll let you imagine which where on the tier list it was. Was good art, and I think that's where doomsight falls.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Great I art would be really black interesting black at black. 170. At 230, model, it's
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, what about Admac? We can take five minutes to mourn no, Admac. We we, we've discussed
1: everything of relevance.
2: <laughs> Damn, I feel
1: a little. Are scarabs specifically bullshitting Canoptech? Like they're just wall of stats, right? Like
0: yeah, they're just dudes. They're they just explode. it's cool,
1: cool. They, you know, they get full rerolls. They have the movement strategy that I mean, you can bone up them, but like, there's better things to do. All of that stuff on.
0: The doom, I mean,
1: one no. doom one doomstalker is cute. Yeah, I, like, I like a doomstalker, it's fine. It, I don't think you have to have it, but it's okay.
0: Yeah, let's explain
1: uh, why you would take a doomstalker though. Just it briefly. has good overwatch and full rerolls in your deployment zone, so it's okay as like the thing that you sit on your home objective because you have to put something there. And Not like, annoying to kill, yeah, it's vaguely annoying to kill. It, it can stand there if your opponent doesn't have any pressure on you and you can leave like two cryptothals there or whatever or like a two or like a locust destroyer you can push up with it a little bit but it's got it's got overwatch on fives and full rear it can sit in your backfield and just be annoying and that's yeah, fine there. it doesn't have to be much else uh it's not like breaking the world open but it's a reasonable shooting unit that your opponent has to respect and maybe it's
2: something going after your home field yeah and then are we really um... concerned about oh go ahead anthony
0: no, I was just gonna say I'm I'm like quite sad about Admech. Honestly, I was looking for an excuse to get into that army, and they gave me all of the excuses in the world not to.
2: Mm. Yeah, they don't do seemingly like I was looking through that book just recently, and they just don't seem to do anything.
0: There is nothing thing is that their models are
2: expensive. <laughs> yeah, that is. We're not clarifying
0: whether it. that means money or points. <laughs> no, it's just money. Like but all their models it's... don't cost very much; they just suck. I don't, it's yeah. like backwards Ninth Votan, where like they had every rule, <laughs> but you could never have a real army because they had so many good rules, so they had to be costed out of the game. Admech is like the opposite of that, where they have just nothing. They have no fucking anything. Their competitive advantage is that your opponent probably hasn't played against them because they're fucking garbage. And that's all you get. That's all you get is Admech. This, this army is expensive and shit, so hopefully your opponent doesn't really know what it does. All right, so
1: it's going to do great in Australia. I got it.
0: <laughs> probably. <laughs>
2: Probably Somebody's going to pick it up in Australia and play something just, off the wall like exactly Alex, hundred percent. He's already doing it. I'm sure. Yeah, but...
0: Exactly, Alex is going to crush guns with this. But
2: it's going to be four hundred models. Yeah. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, it's
0: going to be Somebody... tough
2: out there. <laughs> and then we'll go back and circle back around two scarab swarms just briefly. Scarab swarms don't have OC still, right? But they strip. They like get one OC next to Cryptek. Uh... Ah. So is but this what
0: well, which
1: sometimes work if they're battle shocked?
0: Yeah, half the time. In your turn, <laughs> I love temp, in ca- by the way.
2: In case people are <laughs> not aware, what they mean is because of the way the priority rules work. During your turn, you can set the priority for that their ability triggers after they get set to zero by battle shock. So. Yeah, you can give them their one OC back because that's how life works. But during your opponent's turn, they pick the priority that rules apply and they will pick it so that you do not get your OC. Congratulations, yeah. 10th edition. We really need like the same kind of Magic the Gathering stack system essentially. And just like well, an that, organized that's exactly way Exactly not- right? <laughs> I mean, My but uh... you just need to like to set it to like these are instanced. These are sorcery style. Like just My figure uh... out the way that that can work. My
0: life is basically better by all measurable metrics right now, and I would still trade, like, just to go back to the end of ninth. <laughs> like, please. Uh,
1: Forever out of reach, Anthony. you'll never get it back.
0: I know, I know. <laughs> um,
1: just remember that that applies to Norns as well.
0: <laughs> I'll never get Norns back? No, Norns, no, the Norns. same
1: sequencing thing as Garbs. it's so stupid.
0: Oh, I was like... We never had them. They were never here. What do you mean? It's
2: also true, yes. Um... It's the worst. The worst. <laughs> One of the worst things is that little sequencing blur. Also, the fact that they forgot to include something about having duplicate effects on units. So there's no clarification except for some vague directional stuff in rules that seem to cover the same idea as duplicate rules. So you have a bunch of people being like so what if i put move 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 twice on guard units and stuff like that do they get six extra inches of movement and i'm like but normally you'd say under ninth conditions no that you couldn't do that because you couldn't apply the same rule to a unit twice but that rule doesn't exist only in- applies to auras it only applies to auras and the core ability thing about duplicated abilities only applies to things like sustained hits and dev wounds and stuff like that right well, not yep. Dev Wounds, but Sustained Hits and stuff. It'd be so, sweet
0: if Dev Wounds stacked every six you get two. <laughs> you just double your characteristic.
2: No, it just double ignores your save. It just ignores it twice to make you feel extra sad.
0: You get no feel-no-pain against it when you have
2: two instances <laughs> of Dev I would, Wounds. Just... I, you know what? That would be fine. I would be okay with that. If you can get Dev Wounds onto a unit twice, it can ignore feel-no-pain. Just like, really
1: crush those custodians players, Wardens? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs>
2: I'm still okay with it. I'm still okay with it. Those Custodes, Wardens, that, that whole transition to Wardens can just go away too. We don't want you to have fun. How I think dare you?
0: I think if WC was tomorrow, we'd really consider taking Custodes in the 7th or 8th slot. And I think people are just really bad at them right now.
1: Custodes are, people are really bad at most armies right now, Anthony. That's just how Warhammer works. No, no, no. People are really
0: bad at most armies all the time. I think that very specifically, the Custodes player base right now is not doing as good a job as they could be with that army
1: you also just know that john has a con has like signed a contract somewhere that says he has to play custodians at WTC. like he signed a contract with a fell demon when he was 14 it was like yeah, Fight he the, the world championships i'll play the bananas and he's just stuck with it
0: yeah he gets to win a lot of singles events as tyranids but the second we cross the atlantic he has to be wrapped in gold
1: yeah, and shouldn't shouldn't have spoken to about buddy. Yeah, version. It.
2: It's his version of the tinfoil hat. He's got to protect himself from the European rate radiation or something like that by wrapping himself in gold. gold. Yeah, you
1: know, there's just, yeah. just a there's a there's a portrait in his attic of him holding a Tyrannid model and a WC trophy, and he's not allowed to look at it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh. If he looks at it, he immediately gets fired from art of War. Doesn't get a team. Right.
0: Chat. I don't often ask you for much, but if someone can just AI art fuckery make that image exist, I will find a way to get it to land on some form of jersey that John has to wear.
2: <laughs> this is a threat that will follow through. If anything, our Discord is followed through on putting. Someone figure it out. On jerseys. <laughs> Yeah. If anybody hasn't seen the uh, turbo movie poster but with Anthony on it, you're missing it.
0: Oh, Dude, Anna has that. Anna has <laughs> one and wears it regularly.
2: <laughs> Some deep lore stuff. I think we said turbo like one too many times and somebody's like, there's a movie about a snail called Turbo. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that was the end. <laughs>
2: A new turbo shirt, but this time it's John Lennon's trophy painting, the whole man, now, wearing a WTC trophy <laughs> on the back. it's, just, it's the tra- this painting covered with just like a away from it, not allowed like to look. <laughs>
1: yeah. No.
2: That's good. All right, Poor kid. We are we are descending into something. I don't know what we're descending we're literally into madness. Yeah.
1: Um, does chat want to shout out a? A couple of conversation topics, and we will see if there's anything that grab our interest. Because we've got about another 5-10 minutes for sure before I'll do the plug, and we can roll into short questions. How about that Old that old World stuff?
2: Yeah, totally. I
0: actually
1: think that stuff's kind of cool. Me too. Can't wait. It's going to be great. Yeah. I can't wait to play three games of it, and then forget about
0: it. Yeah, Old World is uh, just going to be less fun than Sigmar. Calling it now.
2: It definitely feels like a version of Sigmar that is just more difficult to play. Like you're from a algebraic, oh, I can't. You're gonna, wait. Get,
0: you're gonna get on that table. You're gonna go to turn a unit to the right. You're gonna scream into the void, and that'll be the end of playing that game.
1: Yeah, I'm I here for that. Wait. It'll be, it'll be <laughs> like micro pivoting an orc truck around a building.
2: Man, people I mean, are gonna have to bring go, out like protractors and tissue, stuff like bro. that. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna, I'm really looking forward to the protractor meta that will happen in old old world as people try to figure out their the uh, I can't wait. It's distant be that they're moving. Such a good time. Nope. I will say that Age of Sigmar continues to release just banger models, though. They released another vampire model that is just like absolutely amazing. And every time I see it, I'm like, man, if they would only put this much effort into Drukhari, they would look amazing. Instead, I convert all their vampire models fucking yeah The flesh eater quartz stuff is all amazing are you gonna paint and assemble flesh eater quartz models
0: i have them in the other room there's actually if you look Ooh. here there's the flesh eater quartz box <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm i'm excited to see that happen yeah. after so many be some, years of
0: it's gonna be a content thing i try and make with jim i think where like you know can can, can you fix the the broken man can anthony learn how to paint is it real
2: this is the real learning by suffering tier, is and oh. learning to
0: paint. <laughs> if you'd have told me when we started, that's what would have happened. I would have called you stupid. But now?
2: We've been making content, like the three of us. And then, yeah, also Jeremy's so like the four of us. It's, all together two, years <laughs> in three, it's uh,
1: two years and three months. LVO 2021 was our first, uh, first show. So.
0: Oh yeah, it was right after I'd gotten back
2: rate, right, rate, right before right, right when the meta went totally like akimbo for custodes and tau basically oh, for a brief moment i thought it was
0: gonna be fine i'm probably so bright and full of hope in that episode i'm like i'm gonna take your to cherokee guys it's gonna do, be awesome
2: do, do we have to watch like uh <laughs> do we have to do like a watch party to watch all of us look our first so young episode. and naive of our first episode uh,
0: that would be funny
1: it we would not be that. funny i would have a bad time yeah i <laughs> think it's
2: keep... funny. We keep talking about doing SpongeBob, and really, we should do a retrospective episode of our first. Time we put SpongeBob for like a hundred,
0: hundred patrons. I, I, I think this is much funnier, and then this we get to see, funnier. like, you know, on like the fucking warpath Ennis, because that was like Crusher Ennis when he was fucking tearing shit up.
2: Mm-hmm. Also, Dude, hello. The
1: music, our music was so great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Oh.
1: All right, let's see. Our art. car music is in an ad on TV in, in Britain. I've not seen it at all, but I've That's heard, heard.
0: Yeah.
1: If anybody knows what that is, we'll, we'll chat and help us out. Like,
2: we need to know.
0: Uh,
2: our Admet good in heresy? Probably not. That doesn't seem like a thing. The uh, the Admet character in Rogue Trader is amazing. Pascal. There you go. Go and He's play real Rogue good. Trader.
0: Or is anyone allowed to be good in heresy? I have it on pretty good authority from Cliff that you just get banned from your local scene. If you yeah, die. I think
1: it's, it's just custodies and dreadnoughts are good, and everything else is grognards. So
2: also, Admech like and Admec and thirty K are actually bad. They were really good in the older version of thirty nice. K, where you could do like all sorts of silly shit with giant cyborg robots. But they toned all that down in the new edition of thirty K, is my understanding. So they're no longer as good. Okay. Um,
1: they were busted in Shadow War Armageddon, which is a game I very briefly played because it was like the precursor to Kill Team between seventh and eighth edition. Um, right. I don't know. I have the rulebook somewhere. Uh, Do it was your pretty. Bugs
0: pull up the questions. Yeah. What are we doing? Liked <laughs> it
1: because his acronym was Swag. It was Shadow War Armageddon. So <laughs> you played a bit of N- Swag. Uh, it is, this is more scuffed than the plugs usually I mean, are. And this, that's the plugs are already it. Look, scuffed. This is, this, is, this is basically the Christmas episode. I'm just leaning into it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let Anthony suffer for a couple more seconds and then I'll start.
2: And yes, Sam, you're right. The Admech 30k models are so cool, though. And if they release a Mechanicus army that has the 30k they will never do in 40k, I would jump to that army in... Getting fire, you'll get it when Fires of Saraxis comes out, Nathan. Uh, I know, buddy, but Fires of Saraxis is never coming out.
1: Fire, Fires of Saraxis is the is a is uh Winds of Winter. That's what that's what
2: Fires of are
0: stapled together. but they they drop at the same time.
2: Man, I don't want to say anything else. (laughs) Because I, I, feel like the real situation between Fires of Saraxis is the actual realistic more depressing version <laughs> of what dickish fans say to George R. R. Martin about Winds of Winter. <laughs>
1: That's fair. All right, plugs. How am I doing them this week? Let's just think for a second.
2: What do you mean? I don't what know. Do you think about it. I just need to. You do these stabilize. every week. We've I done know. this for a year. Literally hundreds of weeks of these.
0: <laughs> uh yeah approximately um okay
1: <laughs> we're Stat check we do a bunch of stuff that we think is pretty cool and we're glad that you're here watching us and hopefully thinking it's cool too shut the fuck up both of you this is really difficult for me i'm not good at this so you make me do it every week I want you all to know, okay, that I ask every week for someone else to do this. (laughs) Nobody, nobody ever, ever helps me out. Every week, it's like, no, it is, you do it. It's really funny watching you suck at this. So we're going to keep doing it because we think it drives engagement. So I want you all to know that while I'm suffering here, while Addy's laughing at me, that he has in his power the capacity to save me from this. And he chooses every week. He makes the decision. That it's funnier for both of us if I suffer and that you all have to watch it. So it's like, I it's think like, like
0: doing it. exposure therapy. It's
2: good. Whenever Andre Actu- pisses himself laughing, then it's on him too. Actual <laughs> tears from laughing so hard during that <laughs> sequence. Just like actual tears. How <laughs> funny. Uh, Innis. Okay. We all right, <laughs> Red yeah, Dragon, buddy. We're I gonna know, give I you this. I have never once had this. I don't <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna slow pitch underhand this one to you. We're gonna put it on the tee for tee ball so you can hit it. In it, you, you failed. Dragon.
1: You failed. It's gone. I, I I threw my bat somehow. It's gone. <laughs> okay. In we do a bunch of stuff. Can... You can check it all out at youtube.com slash stat check, where you can find all the other shows that we do, like End of the Matrix and X One. Next week, I believe end of the matrix are going to be doing a special 27th of december bonus extra cool christmasy stuff so go and check that out that's the, the content that'll we'll be coming out from stat check that week is end of the matrix saving our asses because we're not doing anything on Boxing day it's just not a thing if you want to support us in doing all of that and continue to, be able to provide all the wonderful content that you guys get to consume, patreoncom slash check is the easiest place to do that. You get access to our Discord community, access to the discount code for Red Dragon, all that good stuff. Um, it's a wonderful community. We're in the middle of the Check League. We're closing out on round four of the league right now. I'm pretty sure like Ignite or Poland or I don't really know are winning it. I've not been paying attention to that. I just run it. Anthony, have you played a game in that league yet?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ruben, Ruben's band of merry merry men is going to win that league for some reason. That's all that's going to happen. Yeah. StatCheck
1: is brought to you by a wonderful group of sponsors,
2: foremost of which is
1: red-dragon.ca. Red Dragon is a, a our wonderful uh, merch provider from Canada. If you're interested in getting access to basically any hobby stuff in Canada, check that out. There's also a discount code available in the Patreon. Uh, they also have things like the StatCheck mats, which are being distributed now and are super awesome, and I really, really need to get a hold of one because they're really cool, um, as well as stuff like our objective markers and dice, which should at some point be getting restocked. I need to actually follow up on that. We should, we should follow up on that. You can check out Soltar Games on Etsy, where they have all the things like our little tokens, deep strike marker gauges, um, army packs for, you know, both the moment and, you know, doctrines and all that good stuff. And you can check out Wayland yutani who offer a code statcheck5, where you can get 5% off on a bundle of the WC Terrain or GW Terrain or anything in between. Uh, go check them out at weyland-yutani.com, uh, I want to say, but that's in that's in the pit. Uh, all of those are in the description if you want a direct link to them to save you having to type things out. As I mentioned before, End of the Matrix and XM1 are the other two shows on the network, go and check them out all the time because they are wonderful and they provide two two great off-boarding wraps if you're interested in either of the aspects of the show, if you want more of the conversation-y and um, coverage stuff, then go and check out XM1, Uh, they are all about doing that sort of stuff, and if you want to go more in-depth on the the gaming side of things, then End of the Matrix has got you covered, all of the guys on those do a wonderful job. Lastly, if you're interested in coaching from either myself or Typhus, please do check out stat-check.com slash coaching or drop us an email at coaching at stat-check.com and we can get in touch to talk about any of your requirements, whether you're looking at getting prepped up for the new ITC season, whether you're going to LVO or WTC or anything in between, uh, we would love to give you a hand if that's something you're interested in. I hate you all. Thank you for making me do this. Love you, all the viewers. Just Anthony and Nathan that I hate right now. Um, We're going to go on to show questions. If you want to ask us a question, please drop it in the chat. If you drop us a super chat, we'll guarantee get to it. Or if you ask it in the Patreon Discord, we will one hundred percent get to it. So those are the two best reasons to give us money. Uh, Otherwise, it'll be a case of if we see it and if we have time. Because at some point, I need to go to bed. Because we record the show at midnight, which is why I'm mostly delirious. All
2: right, so we're going to we're going to go. That was amazing, by the way. Once you got don't don't patronize me. (laughs) It wasn't patronizing. Once you got like actually centered, you did it quite well.
0: We only patronize you when it's time for army selection for team events.
2: True. Um, Alright, we're going to go into show questions in the Discord first, and then we'll transition over to show questions in the YouTube. Like it said, if you super chat, we will guarantee that we will answer your question. Otherwise, it's if I see it, um, which is not a guarantee. The first question That's is nice from cold. Tom H., which is, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I think that it is a Christmas movie. It happens during Christmas. Christmas is not the central theme of the movie, but Christmas does happen during the movie.
0: You know what? It's not a good movie. Moving on.
2: I've never that's... seen it. Wouldn't know. Uh, Dan F. then asked the more important question, which is, what is your favorite holiday movie? Nightmare Before Christmas. I also like Nightmare Before Christmas as my favorite. I would also say that weird, like, stop motion, like, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer one is kind of fun to watch.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a classic. Yeah.
2: NSU watch holiday TV. Do they have that in Scotland, TV or holidays? No, we haven't discovered fire yet, so it's really difficult to watch TV. Um, I yeah. mean, that would explain a lot about your winters and Scotland. I really like the
1: the flying snowman shorts, the Iron Brew put on every year for their adverts. Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: kidding, uh,
2: stereotypical answer, it's easier. Um, ben? Yeah, Rory, uh,
0: it, but Die Hard is a classic because a lot of people have seen it. That doesn't make it good. It's okay to like things that are bad. My One of my favorite bands is Hollywood Undead. Guys,
1: dish. we all play Warhammer. Like, it's okay. It's okay yeah. to like
2: things that are bad. <laughs> yeah. Ben asks, who would be a better Santa Claus? Belisarius Call, Gaz Call, or the Yinkarn?
0: The Yinkarn does show up unannounced.
2: And, Call,
1: man, cookies. There's a... 100%. An He's shaped like
2: friend. <laughs> There's a cartoon <laughs> short from one of the, like, Games Workshop reveals that's animated... Where somebody tells Call that he can't solve his all of his problems with with Primaris Marines, and then he says like hell I can't, and then slaps a fucking button. <laughs> so look, it's Call. Call would be the better Santa Claus because he would secretly deliver you Primaris Marines.
0: <laughs> yeah, that sounds way better.
2: Uh, Gascoigne might take the job too fucking seriously. Is the real problem does would believe it too hard, and he'd
1: start manifesting, like, actual coal to give the children, instead of just, like, realizing that it's a joke and you'd still
2: give them presents. It'd be They'd too be much. Squigs. They'd be squigs. You guys got presents? The, the coal would be squigs.
0: Oh, that's true. It definitely <laughs> would.
2: Uh, Rob, Rob Williams, below average, asks, Stormcast in Old World, yay or nay? No, thank you.
0: Oh, wait, in Old World, no. Actually, yes, I hope they do it just because it would make everybody irate. That would be hilarious.
2: That is my favorite, yes. It would just make the Grogs real mad that their old groggy thing got messed up by Stormcast. That that is true.
0: I hope that they put exclusively the female Stormcast in Old World. (laughs) (laughs) That would be just... (laughs) That's very targeted
2: at the Grogs.
1: My genuine favorite thing about Old World is that, like... Everybody was like, "Oh, we want over back. We want all the cool stuff. And then they brought the, like, that that box, leak that handle, all, all of like the Star set, the Star set content for two gigs, and it's just like the dog shit skeletons that look so awful. Bad. They look genuinely the worst, and I love them, and I'm like so glad they're coming back because like that's what like for, like fantasy was when I started, and like everyone, all the people who were like, "Oh, we want over back, but we also want brand new sculpts. So I'm like, "This is what you asked for. You asked for Warhammer Fantasy back. This is what that was. How are you upset?" <laughs> So it's my favorite thing. It's like just piss off everybody. It's great. Bring back, bring back the awful skeletons. I want, I want, I want, I want 100.
2: I mean, that side of the community also continues to be awful in other ways because they yes, like 100%. saw the new Bretonia knight sculpts and they're like, why are there women knights? And I'm like, guys, it's fine. There's it's women. Represent. Knights? Yeah, and the new uh, knight kit and the That's foot knights cool. get yeah it is actually cool yeah they and there's cool like
1: the, they put like the damsel and then everybody's like i hate this why is
2: there a woman and the Is like what grow up exactly it's basically grow up women exist come on guys fuck off
0: well they're powered by magic you have no power here what are we doing like All they right. could put babies on those horses and lance people to death like Imagine what is
2: a legging woman ridiculous yeah yeah Contextually. Um, if it is, yeah. Those models are the closest that some of those people are going to get to women. So we just need to understand that. Um, Maybe that's but, why they're scared of them. That's true. Uh, Derek uh, asks, what's your favorite egg-involved holiday food? Eggnog? I don't know, man. Is there a holiday food focused on eggs? Eggnog does not even... I feel like eggs in
0: most of the baked goods, right?
2: I guess, yeah. I just couldn't think of an egg-centric holiday food. Deviled eggs, I guess. Easter eggs.
1: It's not the way holiday, day, but
0: <laughs> they're also not really supposed to be what that holiday is about. Oh, whatever. I mean,
1: just, I'm not religious. That's so okay for me. my Easter eggs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a not religious fat man. <laughs> Easter's about Easter eggs. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. The, the Cadbury egg is the only egg. Yes, we understand. Um, on.
1: Yeah, Mr. Cadbury Br- comes back once a year.
2: <laughs> Bryn asks, "How old GW?" nerf Eldar this time and yet still not affect their win rate?
0: I don't know. I don't want to know. I think I honest to god think they have to try again. Like (laughs) I don't think that detachment can be balanced. Like The data sheets they released and the detachment they're in with the way that 40k works is just like it makes like the windows error noise when they try and interact. I mean
1: that's just the the real ones and the stratagems, right? So I guess, yeah. But fake is the army mechanic, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Just that's what you know, recommended in their motion article was like just throw out battle host and start again. But it's so in the codex, right? Like a hundred percent. But
0: But he, I don't know. Like they they fucked up so like deeply profoundly that I actually don't have something else to compare it to.
1: Yeah. Just so like remove the Wraith Guard, Fuegen, Yinkarn, Warp Spider, I'm and Spinner are... and Avatar's Avid- uh, okay. If you removed yeah. everything else, I think you'd be fine. Possibly the Farseer as well. Maybe. Okay, Alright, now that we've just, removed like, half the Elder books, Without Starweavers and, like, Vipers. Just try again.
0: It's fine. Yeah, you fucked we'll up. Just try again. We, just
2: we've reached the point of, all of all right. just... We've reached the point of just rejecting the submission and asking them to resubmit the assignment.
0: Yeah, they Um, don't even get a failing grade. We're just like, that was a mess. Try again.
1: I don't understand. Like, if you had tried to fuck it up this badly, I don't think you'd have managed. Yeah. We're impressed. Thank you. You have a two-week extension. Do, Do
2: better.
0: Yeah, give it another shot. All right.
2: JS asks... Uh, since the Alien movies are on Disney+, Plus, does that mean the Hive Queen's aliens are all princesses?
0: Yes. 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 And also, fuck yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. Next question is from Tom H. Is there any meaningful difference between the 28-player cutoff Boonhammer uses for their stats compared to your 25-player cutoff? We no. just wanted to be slightly more permissive with our data set because more events are around that 25-player mark. Without pushing it into rts also we already have a painting with tyranids and a first place trophy question, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, the other one is that uh, it makes the number
1: it makes the breakpoints really clean for 25 is a gt 50 is a major 100 is a super major that was the delineation we went with because it doubles at each step and we were like that is the chillest way to do that that doesn't make anything weird so we just went with that
2: um Will asks, if you're on stream at a tournament, do you ever look back at the the video to analyze your gameplay? Fuck Everything. no. <laughs> <laughs> Two very different answers, and I love them both. Yeah. Uh, Sam Lemon asks, ho, 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 Merry Christmas, and Happy Holidays to you all. James Workshop is feeling generous this year, and he's giving each of you a gift. What do you each request from James Workshop? It could be a new model, a rule change, and industry insight. Your wishes is his command
0: grotesques.
1: All Eldari faction units are relegated to heresy.
0: The murder elves have yeah, not done all anything all wrong. All of them. For at least 12 months. All of
1: them. <laughs> Including <laughs> <Kevin> <laughs> for so I like how Anthony
2: had to contextualize that after he said it. It's been yeah. a year since Drukari did bad things to people. We've, We've been, been so good for so long.
0: <laughs> and when we come back I will not be apologizing.
2: <laughs> gone, all of them, all of them gone. I, I, I would like Fires of Saraxis to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I when uh, like
1: you get Doors of Stone, okay. Uh,
0: yeah, look, sure. I, uh, I would take it. <laughs> I love Chaos Space Marines a lot. I love World Eaters to death. There's no faction I've identified so cleanly with since it started. But if Jukari come back in the future... Because it's certainly not going to be with this fucking rule set. So in the Codex in 2025,
2: <laughs> when they come back... Right before 11th edition. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, they're going to be the last Codex in the edition. They're going to get guarded. It's going to be awful. <laughs> but when it happens, if it happens... I'm not really confident that they know how to rules anymore, I'm going to be honest. I will... Maybe play them because Sean is still on Team America, so probably not. <laughs> anyway. They
1: swapped the real space raiders and the battle host attachments and just like rekeyworded everything.
0: That wouldn't <laughs> even work. That wouldn't even be enough. The data sheets in car are so fucking bad that you'd just be like, and then Eldar would just carry on being broken.
2: It'd actually probably be better with power from pain as a mechanic. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you get power from pain. They get the three extra pain. tokens oh, okay. with no way to use them. <laughs> Look, also just sociable. though, at least one of us loves elves, and it's me. And then Anthony, Anthony loves, loves elves, too. Elves. He's a simp. I was saying that Anthony loves murder elves specifically. Yeah, that's true. Yep. I'm not like, I like, I, yeah, I like Harlequin. Clowns are a version of murder elves, yeah.
0: Oh, you know what would be a sick Jukari army if they all, if you could, like, convert them to have, like, the hood and the mask from Harlequins? That'd be really dope. All right. Well
2: my, Hazard, my you're
0: watching, I'm sorry.
2: My <laughs> real wish is not for Fires of Saraxis, but for them to remake Harlequins back into their own codex and flesh out that range. Like, mimics and stuff. Like, put mimes and shit into that book. It would be great. All
1: right. And then let's Secret Santa... Uh, my wish for Anthony is that Fulgur model was just in plastic and hanging with an Emperor's Children codex.
0: Oh, oh, that would be wonderful. Sam has a second
2: question, which is how much do you share about your 40K hobby with your work colleagues? Do you openly talk about it as well as the fact that you do a podcast or keep it all private? (laughs) is how about about previous workplaces? Also, why do you choose to share or not to share? So this is funny because I had a conversation with somebody recently about Warhammer 40K at a work event. And it was only because this person said that they were from the UK. And so I was like, oh, they'll know what Warhammer 40k is probably, <laughs> unlike the majority of people who I talk to.
1: Um, I don't know. It, it comes up because you tra- I traveled, traveled a bunch. So you just kind of, you know, I worked in a small office in my previous job, and then I worked on a small team. So, like, if I was taking a weekend off, it'd be like, oh, where were you going? I'm like, oh, yeah, I was in Vegas, or I was in California. You're like, you kind of you tell people why you were going. I didn't get into it a ton unless people asked, but it was just kind of like a, people knew you did it. You do it, you know, you would tell them if you did well. That was about as far as it got for me. Um, huh. Unless someone asked, in which case, you, you know, talk to them like a human being.
0: Yeah. I've That's talked a lot in most workplaces oh. I've been in home huh.
2: It just comes up a lot, Most right? places, yep. most people only want to know that you have a hobby and that it's not murdering people and hiding them in your basement, guys. That's true.
1: Those aren't mutual exclusives, though, to live your best life for AK okay, players. Um,
2: Sebastian <laughs> asks, is ham better than turkey? And then how would you paint a Necron army? I love the second question off the first question.
1: Ham is significantly better than turkey. Turkey is the boringest, boringest option. I don't understand why it's the Christmas
2: dinner of choice. Um, what? It's not Christmas, it's Thanksgiving, but yes. Who has turkey for Christmas? That's the way the UK does it. Why? <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it's a, you have a turkey crying at Christmas, that's what the meal is.
2: <laughs> and you imported like the worst, the worst... It's the shit that made in the it. United States. I, I despise turkey. <laughs> <laughs> ham is definitely better. Just eat ham. Or prime rim. Ben, ben McJurick in YouTube chat has Dude, the correct answer. I, I quite like
0: turkey. Is really good with the Thanksgiving stuff.
2: Okay, moving on. Uh, how would you paint a nice Necron? steak? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: like I like this. I like the sandstone Necron stuff where you like do it all up with like the like you coat it in all the like the texture paints and then you do it up like all uh, like how Mikey Hellstorm did his and then you do like blue highlights on all the stuff or like blue or green. I think it looks really cool.
2: That is cool. There was a Firexian Necron army that I thought was super rad. Somebody did like the Silent King as Elish Norn and stuff like that. He's quite cool looking. That's just relentlessly horny. Nathan. What? That's how I should do my Dukari. Oh, yeah, 100%. You should do it as Phyrexia. Do it. It'd be a great Let's coven army, really. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this might be We're too real for that our podcast fun. to talk oh, yeah. about. The UK celebrates giving smallpox blankets to the indigenous. Why would you actions? read it out loud? You, you, I don't know, man. As long as we're gonna going make to everybody, as long as we're gonna make wow. everybody learn lessons from the terrible history of college. I stand
1: by the back. most sad food thing that I learned is that in the U.S., pigs and blankets are like a sausage in pastry rather than a sausage wrapped in bacon because that's what it is in the U.K. and it's the best.
0: What? <laughs> yeah, pigs and blankets is a sausage wrapped in bacon, dude. That's some Midwest shit. It's do you, do you dip it in fucking melted cheese when you're done and no, fry it? It's just a sausage bacon. <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ, bro.
1: Well, what you were just. What, the the, the Pixabox in the US is like a sausage roll. Like, it's like a mini sausage roll.
0: No. Uh, we already I've had both. That's not true. No,
1: no, like a mini one. Not like a. They're no. different.
0: No. No. Not at all. Oh,
2: fucking has that idea, you. though.
0: Make Ennis do the plugs again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're gonna keep going. Um, what is your favorite warm winter drink?
0: Uh, hot apple cider. That should That's should a good one. But also, like New York has all the fucking orchard, uh, orchid orchids, so it's fine.
2: Okay. I like glue Gluevine a lot. I almost said glue wine, but it's gluevine. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, man. I, I speak bad. Um, <laughs> Adam, Adam Thylacine says, how much better would 10th edition be with 9th edition terrain rules? This is a pigs and buckets. They are the optimal food. Oh. The optimal, yes, Ines. Yeah, there's
0: the reason
1: I like Christmas.
0: <laughs> if you're speed running <laughs> being alive, those are optimal. <laughs> That's
2: optimal food choice. Oh.
1: All right. I can kind um, like, of a sitting comfortably and
2: we're just going to well, skip the terrain rule question and keep going. <laughs> what is your favorite egg-related... We had that already. We Our Egg-related <laughs> holiday terrain. Egg questions. What is it, guys? <laughs> There's... All right. Adam Thylacine asks another question, Since we're going to skip the terrain question and just go to, who are your Warhammer heroes? I assume Anthony people... G. Vanilla. Aww.
0: That's so nice.
2: Um, <laughs> that is the nicest thing I've heard Ines say ever about anyone in his yeah, entire that, that, existence.
0: That, that was so kind. <laughs> um, heroes, man, that's a fucking lofty. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'd have to think about that for a while.
2: I think I'd say like
0: the the two people I look up to most, probably from like a behavior perspective. Is probably like some combination of John and Sean. Uh, the way John handled the absolute bullshit that he got put through at WCW was like legitimate, like legitimately heroic. Because um, that tournament is was fucking nonsense, and he got scammed at every level, and was just like, "Nope, it's fine, no big deal." Um, and then Sean just like beat me until I was good at the game. So it's it's a very different vibe, but you know. Yeah, and probably those two would be the two that I like look up to the most.
2: Neil Carr. I'm uh, gonna say yeah, Neil Kerr's a good one.
1: I was gonna say Jeremy 4 K is playable now. Uh fair. <laughs> like I was going the human behind playing with intent is Neil Carr, and for that he will forever have my respect. Yep. That one.
2: I was going to say Jeremy, because he's the true unsung hero of 40k stats at this point, because when I was starting to write articles and doing all the stats by hand, he piped into my DMs one day and was like, Hey, Nathan, what if you didn't do all of those checks by hand? And now we have like 40k stats that are reasonably well maintained by, and like on this podcast all the time. Yeah, and Jeremy's the, the dashboard. Dashboard.
0: hardest working man in 40k, I'm pretty sure.
2: <laughs> yeah. Cliff yeah, is close cool behind that. him for doing the dashboard. I was going to say Cliff is, like, right behind him for hardest working person in 40K because he does all the dashboard stuff also behind the scenes. Yeah. He's definitely the hardest working person with another day job. True. True. And then the last one isn't a question, but is a picture of this. The, the JPEG is called Dasari-Job. <laughs> so give me two seconds while I boomer my way through sharing this gonna boomer my way this is not gonna be
0: even remotely what we asked for is it
2: it's pretty close actually all things considered
0: <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count that is not earned a jersey but that is very funny
1: this is it's very so, this funny is not john looking at it's not a picture of john like on a frame i don't know like this was chris right the chris chris Feltz, zero out of ten try again it's, zero out
0: of ten i rough. give
2: this a six i give this a seven out of ten
0: holy Pass- shit you have no standards
2: no, it's because the painting reminds me of Ghostbusters, which I believe is
0: where this is from. Uh,
2: yeah, fair. that's all. There you go. I'm
1: going to stop sharing it now. Shameful, Chris. It's not what we asked for. <laughs>
2: Your free shark <laughs> wasn't good enough. <laughs> ben ben McJurick, crit mass money for stat check. What did you ask the Red gabo for?
0: I just want his rules to be not legends. I think he'd be really fun if orcs could grenade better.
2: True. I actually, uh, I looked at that guy's rules and I was like, "Wow, this model's actually very good." <laughs> and then yeah. I saw Legends and was quite depressed. I, I ask the Red Gobble for any of really that, ask anything. any for
1: anything for Christmas. I'm really terrible. I just if I want something, I just buy it nowadays. It's really difficult to like ask for things unless it's something stupidly expensive that I would like not ask for. So it's
2: it's tough. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go through the super chats now and then i'll go through the questions that existed uh tim penny didn't ask a question he sent two dollars again and all it has easter is one island e- easter island head uh nas sent two pounds and said hypercrypt gang raz rise up and then tim penny also sent just nova crypt in response to all of Nas's nonsense so if you know you know um and then for questions Andrew Trowbridge said, you guys tempted by Old World at all, what would be your faction?
0: I'm told I would play Wood Elves, but I don't know what that means. And I have played Fantasy a little bit, actually a little bit recently, and I really enjoyed Vampire Counts. Um, But that's just because they let me play with Cryptorers, and I fucking love those. Um, So, any chance I get to use the Hulk as a vampire thing, I'm in. Um, So, but I'm told I would like Wood Elves, maybe knows. I'm, I'm
1: going sure. to play some high elves. i almost obligated. I sent, spent ages saying if they ever came to Sigmar, that would be what I'd buy into Sigmar. And then they came out and they were Lumineth and I was not
2: impressed. So... Yeah. Fair. And then one plus saves has two questions. The first one is, hey, Nurglings. Hey, Nurglings aren't demons and probably the best unit in the game, right? No. no. Not even... The
0: game, even the game is strong. If they were yeah, OC1, they, they might.
1: Yeah. They're like top 20 best unit in demons that's not like best you best ally unit and the best unit in demons that isn't Balakor or Chalaxi, i would give them but best unit in the game is a stretch so you gotta do a lot to be the best unit in the game when wraith guard exists
2: and then one plus saves second question is can we just rewrite the faction name and add a b at the beginning of Admac?
1: you I mean, can do whatever you want start the trend be the change you want to see in the world you didn't even do it in your question so clearly we're not going to follow someone soon will start
2: then Harris Sad Mac, but... I also like Sadmac, so that they can pretend to be an S tier. But never mind. Uh, AJ Harris asks question. Question: Are you bringing Butterfingers to the shop tomorrow? Yes, hundred percent.
1: It might only be enough for me, but I will bring them in front of you at the very least.
2: Nice. And then the last question for the day is from Way, which is I. Con- I consistently hear that GSC is fine. But wouldn't the complete abandonment and tanked win rate indicate otherwise
0: usually the last two go together not necessarily the first
2: i I don't think they're
1: the gsc are fine they just struggle to win tournaments but they are good at winning games like you can win a lot of games almost any game you put in front of gsc are capable of winning but they introduced a very high variance rule set to them where if you, kind of, if you drop your first bring bring back models or you get your blip taken down, it's very hard to recover with a very fragile armor like GSC. Um, and the meta is just a little bit hostile to them. Like people got used to playing against the previous version and the game hasn't changed a ton from where people were playing and having a reasonable win rate into the previous one. Um, so I definitely think they're kind of in need of something. It's definitely not buff to like the shooting output, but they might need like just a bit of a directional change. Um, but also, yeah, the people that like would be doing really well with them, like, um, Alex McDougall, um, Lennon, if he was ever willing to play them again, you know, all that kind of people are just aren't playing them right now. Um McDougall's just not playing a ton. Um, but he still like went like, five and three with them at WCW. Um so no, I don't think they're I don't think they're that bad. They're they're fine. Just so on that note, you know, and might crushed people with them at the team tournament a couple weeks ago. So they definitely still have a role.
2: And on that note, we are done with um, questions. Do you want to lead us out, us And yeah,
1: some saw, saw Mega Arbor knobs are great. They're really solid. Just run them. Don't worry about it. Two attacks is fine. When you have strength 12 and you convert on every wound you roll, it's okay. Don't worry about
0: it. Yeah, they're really good.
1: Um, Roll us out. Yeah. um, I have to do this as well. This is another thing that's forced upon me. I don't get a choice. (laughs) I'm just made to do all of this stuff. Um, Thank you so much, everybody, for being with us here for this slightly short episode. We are, as I said at the beginning of the show, taking a hiatus for the week of the 26th. You will be able to hear a bit of stat check from End of the Matrix, uh, which is coming out on the 27th of December. So please do check that out. Um, They will be live. I don't actually know off the top of my head what time they go live, but do check that out on YouTube. If you are subscribed or you have the notifications on for that, you'll see another notification we're going live. Otherwise, check out our Patreon Discord where you'll get tagged and we'll just tell you that it's live and you can definitely not miss that. Uh, I'm probably gonna try and be in voice a little bit over the Christmas period for if anybody who is, you know, not visiting family or is sitting around and wants to hang out with us in StatCheck, please do do that there. Uh, Otherwise, have a wonderful holidays. We will be back with you in the start of the new year, I imagine. Um, Good luck if you're at any tournaments over the next two weeks. You're a very weird person if you are, but power to you. Um, Have a wonderful time. Happy holidays. Don't get too drunk unless you want to, in which case, I'm not your dad. Nathan, say the
2: words. Bye-bye. For more shows like this, check out the Goonhammer Media Network. More info at media.goonhammer.com.